Welcome to Friday Vibes. No scripts, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage, and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. Now your hosts, me, Alex Baer with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. Hello, hello. It is Friday the 13th. I didn't get the memo for that, so I'm wearing white. Wade is wearing black, so he's right online with the whole Friday the 13th theme going on here. And this is episode 18 of Friday Vibes. No scripts, just chat. Wade, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm doing my sharing thing here. Uh, so if I, I'm gonna see if I can talk and type at the same time. I can talk. Uh, I'll keep talking. I'll yeah, no, you got it. You. You got it. Yeah. Uh, let's see it. There it goes. Uh, yeah. So we there's our there's our comments. See, everything's good, Alex. We it was Friday the thirteenth. You know, we we neglected uh, to to uh, prepare for technical difficulties, uh, all that stuff, and here we are. And I am. Proudly, how do I do this? There we go. Proudly sporting my new Remedy uh, hoodie. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the back. I love the animations too. Is yeah, that an animation that's, like that's a bottle? There's three things on the back. What is it? Uh, there's a there's a bottle. There's a jar, and there's a shot glass. Right. Yeah. That's Very slick, cool. right? Yeah, that is from my good buddy uh, Jordan Shulman over at Remedy. Um, I, this week was a busy week uh, for my delivery. Uh, I, I I have this right. Uh, our good buddy Derek. Whoa! Cheers. Look, at that. look how pretty that is. Cheers! Cheers! Yeah, cling. We'll make the cling sound. Cling. Right. Uh, Derek Browley from Prana sent me a, a care package. So. Um, with that nice mug in it. Um, I was really keyed about that. So I got this sweatshirt and I've got one more thing to reveal. At some point, I'll take this bad boy off and show you what else I have. But yeah, it was a good week for surprises. And I see you have a awesome new shirt, if I'm not mistaken. So this is the Blackbird. It is a vegan, organic based. They have like basically meat, but it's, it's vegan meat. And also they have pizzas as well. Yeah. So uh, Tia, I believe her name is Tia from yep. Blackbird. She sent me this beautiful shirt. And then also on top of that, um, sent me four pizzas, all vegan. So I go crazy for that. They sent me a branded pizza cutter. That's also nice. safe. It's not metal. It's, it's like a ceramic plastic. So that makes yep. it a lot safer. I'm not going to cut any of my fingers off cutting a pizza. Um, so thank you for thinking of my safety. And also got Seitan, which is a wheat meat. Yes. That is pretty damn good in a saute, you know, with some veggies and soy sauce. So super grateful. Uh, thank you for the folks at Blackbird for sending all this. And they're going to be a sponsor on, I know it sounds like a ways away, but we're flying through this year. It's going to be episode 29 of Friday Vibes, which is going to be, uh, I believe, sometime in late July. Late July. You know, and and I will... Uh jump on that bandwagon because, and I've said this, um, Blackbird, uh, I know when I was in California, we tried, we tried their product and, um, I'm, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not vegan. I'm not any of those things, but I would, I would tell you, um, one thing that gets me from, a from, a non living that lifestyle is, um, you know, I love vegetables. I get stuck on cheese a lot. 
and I don't, it, their product is just phenomenal. I mean, I, I know when we tasted it out there and we cut it, it was like, wow, you'd be hard pressed to say this is a vegetarian pizza or a vegan pizza. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they just nailed it. The crust is awesome. The product's awesome. Um, so I'm excited because we actually are going to be bringing them in here in North Carolina. So uh, nice. coming, up here, coming up here pretty quick, we're going to have a couple of their SKUs in. Uh, so T and I have been connected for a while. And uh, it's really exciting for me to actually be able to work with Blackbird and see what they can do, because I think they're going to crush it. I really do. I think the product, once you taste it, it's just it's it's phenomenal. So uh, kudos to them for the and for hooking you up. Right. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to be cooking a pizza tonight from Blackbird um, while me and my wife are watching Shark Tank. Um, which is a good segue. And also we're going to have, we're going to have the, there's one that has pepperoni on it, but obviously it's not real pepperoni because it's vegan. It's a vegan Roni or whatever you want, or plant Roni. And it's actually made out of mushrooms. And, but it has that crispiness. Like you said, the texture, the crispiness. The the crust, crust. everything is spot on. It's spot on. Yeah. I can't wait to try it. Uh, We're going to fire up the oven. It's been quite a while since we fired up our oven. We're, we're stovetop people in the bear household. So we're going to nice. start breaking that open and, uh, and cooking it. I also got to give a shout out um, not only to the mug that Prana sent, Derek Brawley, my brother, but also he sent me four bags of, he sent me the, it's called Sumsuma, and these are sesame square bites. Two ingredients only, organic sesame seeds and organic cane sugar. And that is, and it's still pretty low sugar. I mean, this is a great crunchable snack that's very filling. Right. He also sent me another one that has chocolate, a layer of chocolate on the top. Yes, yes. It's amazing. It's I amazing. got a cure package from Derek along with the mug um, too. And I, I, if I was a little bit more tech savvy, I, I am tech savvy. I don't want to distort this view that we've got going on here. But uh, he sent me a pile of stuff. And my wife <laughs> and I have been snacking on that all week. Uh, yeah, it's a great too. product. Uh, you know, I know we're doing things. Uh, we uh, brought a few of his SKUs in in California um, if I'm not mistaken, there it is. Gavin just said he's coming to he's coming this way next week. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that we can connect while he's here. I, my schedule is pretty crazy right now, but uh, if if I can connect with with Derek, even if it's just to give the guy a hug, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, that's that's only worth that's that's worth a whatever a thousand mile plane trip, three thousand miles, even ten thousand miles, just giving that guy a hug. That's yeah. how good of a person he is. Absolutely. You, know, you get that positive energy from just being with him. So um, so let's go into, just to reset the room, this is episode 18 on what seems to be a lucky Friday the 13th for us. Not going to jinx it. I'm knocking on wood. No technical issues. Boom. I mean, that's amazing for us. So I think like 13 is our lucky number, Wade. I like every other number is not lucky because we've had technical issues on every other show. 13 is good, man. 13 so far so good. So we we should start our show at 213 instead of 230. We could do this is episode 13. Next week is 23. We could just do (laughs) multiples 13, 26, 39. Yeah. Let's go multiples of three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So to reset the room, we're to go through some comments here. We already displayed some comments like from Gavin Conkle um, about Derek coming in next week from Prana. So here's some comments. Tom Malingo. Hello. Hello. All busy week. So let's have some fun. Let's have fun. 
Uh, so what's up, Tom? That is Tom Alengo, Susan Bryanton with Brandjectory Now that connects investors and um, founders and companies. Uh, Gavin Conkle, he is all over this. I love it. He's saying, yo. And then we have also a couple more from him. Derek is coming next week. They're going to meet. And also Blackbird is delicious. This is from Gavin. He is the uh, he's the director of merchandising. VP. VP. VP of merchandising. No, give him props. Give him props. He's a VP. VP. And uh, Blackbird is delicious. Coming soon to 24 Earth Fairs to the stores. So that's congratulations, Blackbird. You're, you're crushing it. You're flying VP high. For me, flying VP high. for me. Gavin is a valuable person. He's a valuable person. That's what I say VP stands for. Exactly. It's funny. Um, you know, I was, I was playing golf over the weekend and uh, um, some guy made a joke. He, he went to uh, San Pedro, right? San Pedro, for those that don't know, is right near Long Beach. It's right near Redondo Beach. And um, I'm like, hey, like, tell me about you. I was just talking with another fellow golfer. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I just, um, you know, I'm just enjoying my life and my Ph.D. I'm like, oh, you're a Ph.D. And in, in what? He's like, oh, I went to Pedro High School, Ph.D. Or uh, Pedro, uh, a Pedro High School diploma, something like that. Hmm. So I'm like, that's a Ph.D. And I'm like, I went to Peninsula High. So I have a Ph.D. Peninsula High diploma. I thought you're going to tell me Ph.D. was pretty hot dude or something like that. No, I didn't want to go that far and disturb people on the show. <laughs> I want to keep it. I want to keep it uh, family friendly. You know, right. it's Friday vibes with the whole family. Bring your children. Bring your grandma. Bring everyone. All tune right. in. Call your right. friends, like you say. So Absolutely. other other comments. VP, damn, thank you. There you go. All right. I had so, your back. Uh, back. And then Friday, Susan Bryanton. We just mentioned her. Uh, happy Friday and Friday the 13th. There you go. Um, all right. We have a really cool now, a couple of things I wanted to chat about today. Again, there's no script, just chat here, but I did write down some things. Okay. That? Hey, I, I wrote down some things too, but this isn't about the show. This is about something else. But I, I also wrote some things down. Do you have the same thing I have? The specialty uh, food and sales, food, sales, and marketing. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Well, which is a good segue. That's a good segue because hey, mug. wait for it. Hey, wait same for binder. It. I gotta step off here for a second. All right. Nobody it's wants first. to see Wade me. is stepping off and coming back on. Respect the bark. Is that the bark? The, the this, chocolate bites? No, this is uh this is a shirt from uh Michael Bonacato. Uh oh, cool. He sent me an awesome obviously the, the notepad. But he sent me an awesome, like absolutely awesome North Carolina um, care package. So like everything that was in the, there was like is local or reasonably local if you look at just the state. So, I mean, I had caramels. I had, oh, my gosh, cheese straws. I had barbecue sauce, I, which is from City Barbecue. That's what this is from. Um, just a pile of stuff, popcorn. So Michael, I already thanked him, but shout out, Michael. That was like really, really cool. The shirt's awesome. Um, yeah, so I was really tickled. So I had a great package from Derek, Michael, and uh, Remedy. So it's been it's been a great week. My refrigerator's full with uh, kombucha, and uh, my cupboards are full with prana snacks and various Carolina delicacies. So yeah, it's been a good week. Yeah, I think we can literally have an entire diet just based on all the food and beverages that are mentioned on the show. 
like between yeah, Blackbird, 100%, 100%. between Prana for snacks, uh, you know, between a kombucha as a refreshing beverage from Remedy. I think we got literally every basic food group is covered on Friday vibes here. So, um, so big announcement also that I made on LinkedIn, just in other news is that uh, we are going to be partnering. We are partnered up officially with iHeartMedia. So they're one of the largest uh, media broadcasters for music, for radio, for everything, for concerts, activations, like in-person activations and concerts and shows, one of the biggest in the world. And so we're going to be the single exclusive beverage sponsor that is going to be at their concert, the iHeart concert, summer kickoff, at Petco Park in San Diego. Um, there's going to be 20,000 people there. We're going to have plenty of smoothies for a hot summer day where people, a lot of teenagers are going to be screaming, dehydrated. Genius seems perfect for that. And we're going to be uh, giving out um, flyers about you know, our product, about our online store, and just really connecting with some great people there that are fans of the product. But I think the coolest thing about it is they're all in Southern California. You know, most people are going to be are going to that concert in San Diego. We'll be in SoCal. We're in over a thousand stores within a 40 mile radius in Southern California. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity and big shout out to Patrick Sinclair of iHeartMedia. Like he believed and continues to believe in Genius Juice and our mission to bring better smoothies to the market and to bring nutrition to the mainstream. And he plucked us out and said, I believe in Genius. I'm pushing us through iHeart. And he made it happen. So thank yeah, you. That's Patrick. awesome. I, I saw that. I saw that. Oh, look, there's Patrick uh, chiming in there. Um, I saw that earlier. And in, in, uh, this was it yesterday that you all announced it yesterday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. great. I mean, the only thing that that I don't like is it's in San Diego because I'm not there anymore. But um, I will be living vicariously through everyone there. And I don't know, our daughter might end up going there for the, the show and uh she can uh, send some video and whatnot back to us, but yeah, that's a that's a big deal. I mean, Petco Park. That's not you know that's not a a local not a bar. No, no, that's <laughs> a that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So kudos to uh, you, Alex, and, and iHeart for putting that together. Patrick, yeah, you should be super excited. Now the question is 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 Patrick going to be there? Is he going to go? I did. I just talked to him ten minutes before we are doing this broadcast. He unfortunately is not able to make it to the Patrick, concert. Come on. Yeah, he's he's out of Texas. So, yeah. But he, but he should go just on principle, right? I know. I think he has some kind of conflict. I remember he was texting me about it um, literally like 30 minutes ago. But he is saying that Patrick uh, Sinclair of iHeart is saying, can confirm iHeart does love concerts. I went to another iHeart concert called uh, Wango Tango which was hosted by Ryan Seacrest. And there was Taylor Swift there. There was Halsey there. So I, I love their concerts, even though I'm, I, you know, I'm not a, you know, 18 year old screaming teenage girl or guy at a concert. I still, my wife, we all really enjoyed it. It's like a family atmosphere. It's awesome. And Alex, good- who's, the, um, who's the headliner for that show? So there's going to be five seconds of summer who I listen to every minute. No. And, uh, you know, and then there's also um, Charlie Puth, okay. who did the song One Call Away, which was like number one on the billboard a couple of years back. Right. So and there's, there's others that are also there. Um, Tate, someone called Tate McRae. Um, I don't know all of them. I'm a little bit outdated. I'm starting, I think 
this sponsorship has made me feel really great, but it's also made me feel really old at the same time. <laughs> well, <laughs> because, like, know, that's the good thing there's is all these new people. I don't know. You're going to, you're going to turn uh, a lot of new people theoretically onto, not just because, right. um, you know, the environment, but to genius juice. Right. I mean, that's a great younger crowd and um, you know, potentially some that might not have exposure to it. So yeah, that's, that's great stuff. That's great. Yeah. Stuff. And we're all over San Diego, especially, you know, like Jimbo's, right? Jimbo's. A lot of Jimbo shoppers going there and all the rest. So uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're super pumped. 20,000 people. It's the biggest show we've ever done. That's and fantastic. then the other thing I want to give it, we just have a couple more comments, but before going to that, um, I see one from Marshall there, which I will shout out in a second, but before doing that, and this is a nice segue to what Marshall Lebovitz is saying. He's with Naturally LA that Shark Tank tonight. So Shark Tank tonight, uh, there is, there's going to be a where are they now with dope. And dope is one of my, you know, Kelsey Marrera and is Marrera. They're a husband wife duo that runs this edible cookie dough company um, that's out of Vegas. And they're growing like crazy online. They're starting to end, they just entered Walmart. They're in um, Harmon's in Utah. And uh, they're going to be on Shark Tank on ABC nationwide in front of four to five million people. They've already they've already pitched several years ago, but now there's going to be an update with them tonight on Shark Tank. And then on top of that, we re-aired. It's it, we had no prior knowledge. Genius Juice re-aired on Shark Tank last night. Oh wow, nice. So Shark Tank has ABC, which is you know that's where they do the new episodes and sometimes repeats. Then they air a lot of them on MSNBC at night. Like they have like five in a row. So I, I was at, at dinner with a friend and suddenly my phone blew up with 200 new orders. I'm like, what the hell is this? Bam. Oh, put two and two together at 6 p.m. It airs 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Boom. So that was it. That's awesome. It, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah. So, um, and again, not to make this all about me or whatever, but I just have to shout out. Marshall Lebovitz, he is, you have to maybe correct me on this here. They're on the chair of Naturally LA, which they have different chapters. They have Naturally Austin, Naturally LA, Naturally San Diego. I went to a Shark Tank uh, panel um, uh, at UCLA School of Business earlier this week, where we sponsored the, the event. And it was called Surviving Shark Tank. And we had myself, we had uh, Sabina from Eat Do. We had um, the Must Love duo they were there and we also had debbie from copper cow that was there so that was a lot of fun and i did post something about that so shout out to marshall and naturally la so alex was the giveaway was the giveaway um that he thanked you for being a panelist because on my end he shows his linkedin user exactly yeah i'm like that's how you do it yeah, okay. and also Tom Malengo commented, Marshall Lovovitz, we Got are it. watching the doors for Jack. I thought maybe you had some secret door to the LinkedIn user thing. I am looking at the LinkedIn as well, like at the same time as it's broadcasting. So I did kind of cheat a little bit. Gotcha. Um, now, if you if you were to, a question I have for you, Wade, is that if you were to go to, let's say, an iHeartMedia event, who would you want to see there? So it's funny you should mention that because at some point I knew I knew I would bring this up because it's, this uh, this goes back to our original um, 15 Minutes of Genius uh, show. One of this, I, I can't remember which answer the question was, but uh, which question it was, but it was uh, the Black Keys, right? And um, 
so they released their latest album today. It's called Dropout Boogie. And, uh, you know, if you read critics, critics are critics, right? I mean, it's not their best as far as ratings go from critics, but it's like 30, 35 minutes, like start to finish the entire album. I don't know. I've listened to the entire album probably three times a day. It's great stuff. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, Black Keys, no doubt. And I've seen them in Minneapolis. I've seen them in Ohio. Um, I'm probably missing a couple other states, but just just a great band. Just a great band. So love it. Right on. And then we have uh, so Black Keys. And then we also have uh, Martin Stoops asking, no Ted Nugent at Wango Tango. <laughs> He's about wow. 60 years above the average age of all the other performers, but an oldie, but an oldie, but goodie. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, another, another thing I want to mention also shout out to Caitlin Morgan. I'm probably going to mispronounce her last name, but Caitlin Morgantail, a uh, pulp pantry. I was good. I, I will say pulp pantry, um, but I won't try and say her name, but yeah, uh, that, that's a good move. You She's never, never deal. say something you can't pronounce. But right? she got a deal. She, she got, got a deal. deal. She was on Shark Tank last Friday. And who was it with again? Was it Cuban? Or was it, or was it Lori? I, uh, hold I can't on. remember. I read, I read the article and I love the product. Um, hold on. Yeah, we'll find out. So while he's looking at that, so yeah, Pull Pantry is upcycled chips. So she uses all these veggies that are literally like people juice the veggies right for drinks like suja or other companies juice companies they have all this leftover pulp she repurposes the pulp and and makes them into delicious snackable chips called pulp pantry um they should be a sponsor on here for sure i'll reach out to caitlin on that but it's cuban it was cuban it was cuban so she got a deal monica watrus she she got a deal with cuban yep she's almost she's faster than i am yep these people, uh, the, the they're lightning fast on Friday vibes. Uh, also, a couple other comments here, and then we'll go into our subject for this week. We have Wallace Winder. UCLA was is my school. Great knowledge to share with the Bruins. Um, I did not go to UCLA, but I do have a UCLA hat that I wear for golf to make me look even more genius than I actually am. So I do sport UCLA. My dad actually used to work at UCLA, the county hospital. So hmm. that's that's my connection, my, my only connection to UCLA, uh, nothing nice. to do with intellect. Um, also, our sponsor this is, for this week. That's a good segue right there. That's a good segue. Go ahead. Oh, the sponsor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you talk, and then I'll, I'll, do the, I'll do the drill. Okay. So, yeah, basically, uh, so Drew Dickey, just a big thing. He's going to be our sponsor for this week. Tau, Tau's Bakery, Tau's Bakes, I should say. He says, uh, made it. Thanks, fellas. Congrats, Alex, and iHeart Partnership. Good to see you and Wade. Uh, and uh, just being generally good guys. Can't thank you both enough. All right. All right. So you want me to go? I, can I? Can I? Should I do the plug? Uh, let's wait a little later. We'll do it at the very end. I will. All right. But the only thing I'm going to say, and this this is legitimately plug, true. Right? This yeah. is legitimately true, Drew. I had a ginger snap pecan today for breakfast. So, uh, yeah, great stuff. We'll, we'll talk about more later, but I did have that today. It was delicious. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get my hands on that, you know, from like a whole foods around here. So, all right. So the topic for today, and again, just resetting the room, this is episode 18 of Friday vibes, no scripts, just chat. 
Um, want to mention too, we are going to have more special guests on these shows because people are loving the special guests. We had John Bunnell and Jay Carls, Jay Carls with Midday Squares, John Bunnell with Holy Veggie on last week. They were visiting Wade. <laughs> they were in the same frame as Wade. They were. And, and we did they a dance. Up. I think, I think my, floor, my floor here still has a uh, inference <laughs> of them tearing it up here. Um, should, should we, are we foreshadowing next week or, or do we want to spill the beans about who's going to be here next week? Do you want to, maybe we give like a little clue and see if someone can guess. You know what? Let's, let's make that the question today. Who is it? Who, well, we'll give, we'll give hints. We'll give a hint. Okay. And, and then whoever gets it wins. So okay. it won't, I, I like it, that. We've always been, have you listened to the show? Yeah. Let's say this is a brand, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm super, I'm, I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. This, this, this individual, this person is great. Yeah. Very general statement. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. All right. So the topic for this week, cause we like to also just share topics that are relevant, um, that are, that's really, and by the way, I, one more thing I have to mention is the win by Rich Strike at the Kentucky Derby. I don't know if you watched it, but I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it because we were doused in rain here and I was battling that outside. But anyways, I did watch the replay. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you like in the rain, like, you know, like... No, we were, we were out and about in, in downtown here and, and diving from spot to spot. And uh, yeah, we missed, we missed the actual race, but we did get to check it, check it out. Yeah. I, I didn't see it either. I'm like, I'm not a big horse racing fan. Like I went to, when I was 18 years old with friends just to celebrate that we can gamble $10. We went to the, the horse tracks in Inglewood at Hollywood, Hollywood park casino. Right. And that was the only time I went there was 21 years ago. And, um, but basically, so, um, rich strike, who was the horse that won the Kentucky Derby. It was the biggest upset since like 1913. This horse was the odds were 80 to one, 80 to one. So that's like one and a half percent chance that this horse could win. Right. And again, it gave me goosebumps. I actually teared up when I watched because it was just, it was so inspiring. The The owner bought the horse for $30,000 back in September, 2021. And then they just won, I think a couple million, two and a half million right. in this in this race. So Rich Strike was not even favored to be even anywhere ranked in this race. So Rich Strike, if you watch like a replay, go on YouTube and just Google it or search it. The horse was second or third to last for the entire race, for the entire race. And as all the horses were coming around the bend, I recommend doing an aerial view video so you can see like how they're moving past each other and the action. But as they're coming around the bend, you see Rich Strike start to go faster and faster, right? And the, the horse just has so much heart. And it starts going in between horses. Like that's really hard to do when you're going 45 miles an hour, right? With legs kicking up and all these things. So he split three or four horses. And after the bend, right? When it goes to the final stretch, Rich Strike was I think in 10th place or ninth place. And within 30 seconds, Rich Strike went past the horses, split number four or five. And at the very last second passed number one and two and won the race. I mean, it was, it was insane. 
it's, it was, you know, and I've, I've seen a couple of things. One, um, I was fortunate enough, and I can't tell you a year without looking around my apart, apartment here somewhere um, to find my collectible. But I was actually at the actual Kentucky Derby in 2005, I think it was. Wow. 2005 or 2006, I was fortunate enough um, when I was in Ohio to be able to to go down there and be hosted and and do all that. And it was really cool. But what I would say is um, with regards to this race, I've saw or I've seen a lot of cool posts um, this week um, just using that race as an analogy as far as, you know, I always say crawl, walk, run, don't give up, mm-hmm. keep going, you're, you're never out, et cetera, et cetera. But it was really I think a lot of people use that as inspiration to, to you know, on the journey they're in um, in CPG to say, you know, you're never beat, you know, just keep the fight. Right. Just keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Never gave up, never gave up. And uh, also like conserving energy, right? Like not bursting out the gates really hard and burning exactly. out. Yep. And the horse waited for 80% of the race to be over before even starting to advance at all. And right. so you're, you're hundred percent spot on. I mean, when I posted it on LinkedIn, people were replying that they were crying from watching it. Like it just instill, it just, kind of summons this feeling of entrepreneurship and the challenges and, and then, you know, um, coming out the other side as a winner. It's, it's, it was great. So, all right. So our topic for this week, uh, talking about challenges, right. (laughs) And we've talked about this in the past, but I wanted to really focus on it because for those that don't know, which I think everyone does know, you know, Wade is a, a, a buyer, for a prominent retailer on the East Coast where they're looking at new items, they're looking at pricing, they're looking at sets, they're looking at resetting and putting in new things, taking things out, really building the store up. But retail pricing has become a really hot button issue. We're a brand, uh, Genius Juice, so we have to always be balancing price versus scale. Like we want to price it at low enough to get enough scale and sales, but not price it so low to where we're not able to cover our bills and our, you know, and get enough margin. So, um, so going into it, our topic this week for episode 18 is, and I'm going scrolling down here, trying to find it. Episode 18, there we go, is dealing with a potential recession, which we, I think I, we, a lot of people think is coming in the next year or so as the kind of the effects of just Things were sky high for two or three years in the market, right? Like anything you bought in stocks would go up, but now things are crashing down. You know, this month, I think private equity and VC capital is going to not dry up, but be much more tight. They're going to hold back more on investing. So that's going to make it harder to raise money. That's going to make it harder for brands to scale. And then also dealing with retail price increases. Um, So I think, Wade, I'll start it with you. I know we talked about it before, but. Uh, a lot of price increase happening. Um, a lot of brands, I'm sure, are reaching out to you that we have to raise the price. How are you kind of? How are you weathering the storm at retail? Hmm. Well, it, it's it's tough because um, it really depends on the channel you're in. When you talk about um, conventional, you talk about specialty, you talk about national organic. Uh, there's there's a big big window there between one and the other you know, the multiple ones I talked about. So I'm much more concerned about that from a conventional side because I'm down in the trenches with the Walmarts, the Aldi's and, and all those places, right? I, I need to be really super, super sensitive with regards to my price image when I'm competing with 
price leaders in the, in the conventional space. So when you look over the natural organic space, I'm not as concerned. Um, it is what it is. People are willing to pay a premium for those products. So a price increase is a price increase. Typically that shopper is not going to be as price sensitive or as uh, focused on their wallet as the conventional side, especially side it's kind of in between. Um, so as a buyer, I want to protect my margins. I have to protect my margins. I've got people that I'm accountable to, whether it's, you know, whether it's the company as a whole or just my, the people, my team to, to look at performance, you know, performance and incentives and things like that. So you have to really be cognizant of that. You have to be, um, you can't as a retailer and I, I, and I kind of preach this all the time. And, and again, if I was in the conventional side, I'd probably be given a different speech, but I can't as a retailer absorb increase after increase, whether it's from the distributor, whether it's from the, from the brand, what have you, I can't. And, and the reality of things, you know, when you look at the news and you look at all this media that comes out that, Hey, prices are going up, prices are going up. If I, as a retailer am not, kind of extending that and, and, and getting my just due, then I'm not, I'm not doing myself any good. And, and at some point that's going to come to fruition, right? I, I'm going to either have to explain to someone on my board or inside my company why my profits are in the tank or the, the waves have passed and now I'm increases, increasing pricing. Right. So, I, I mean, it's just kind of like this game you play that's, I don't even know how to say it. It's, it's, it's like, if you don't keep up with the times, you're, you're just playing a really, really dangerous game. You as a brand, if you don't pass on that increase, you're gambling, you're gambling. Right. And you're not going to get, you're not going to get on uh, rich strike. Right. You're not, you, you lost because you, your cost increases have already come. And so if you're absorbing at some point, you're going to have to pass that on, right? And it's the same thing with a retailer. If I absorb, 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 at some point in some fashion, either I'm laying people off, I'm, you know, I've been in a position in the course of my career where we went to um, something we called Plan B, where actually the entire company took pay de decreases to compensate for lost profits. So mm -hmm. you're, you're kidding yourself and you're playing with fire. If you're not trying to make some accommodation, the other thing I would say real quick, and I know you've got stuff you want to say, but I've, I've seen the word used multiple times uh, over, over the last few weeks called shrinkflation. And so is there a way to get around an increase, meaning are you downsizing, right? If you look at a bag of Frito-Lay chips, I, I use them as an example because it's really easy. Everyone knows it. Um, so, you, so maybe back in the day it was 14 ounces. And I think now it's probably somewhere between eight and nine, you know, so are you little by little downsizing so you can keep your price point and price point to wholesale, but also to retail. So you're getting less product but you're keeping your price point the same. And, and I think that's a big, you know, a big thing that people use in this situation as well is if we give less, you know, or, or we keep our costs, we keep our costs where they are, you know, as far as downsizing the actual product, mm -hmm. then we can maintain that retail um, at, 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 at the cons consumer level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think like, yeah, like you're saying, I think entrepreneurs just need to get creative, right? Where you have to look at all different scenarios. So if you're, if your price, if you're going to have to raise your price and you're semi priced out of the market, right? That could be an issue on your scalability. So way around that. And I saw a brand doing this, do this the other day, um, wild tonic kombucha, right? I love their kombucha. And they went from a 16 ounce and then they were, they disappeared from the shelf for like a month. I'm like, are they out of business or what the hell happened? I was like, dude, I don't want them to be out of business. I love their kombucha. Um, and then they came back in with a 12 ounce smaller bottle. And there's other brands too that have done it. I know Urban Remedy. Uh, I know I'm, there's Remedy Organic, but there's also right. Urban or Remedy, the kombucha. But Urban Remedy, this um, you know fresh food company that's in Whole Foods and has their own um, storefronts, they're lowering the size in their bottles as well. Because right. the other factor is that there's a recession coming, like or at least a correction, right? I don't want to be a I'm not an econometrician, so just just a, uh, a disclaimer to everyone here. But we all feel that there's a pullback. We feel that people are spending less money right now. And so, like, you also have to look at I need to lower my price or keep it the same because I don't want to raise my price. Also going into a potential recession where people are going to buy it less. Right. You know, they're going to be more price sensitive. They're going to be pulling back. If you're selling eggs or milk or bread, that's one thing. But I noticed that many of the brands that are tuning into this, including Genius Juice, including Blackbird, it's not a necessity, right? It's not like a commodity like orange juice or milk or eggs or bread. It's something that is somewhat, it's, it's obviously very healthy and beneficial to the person eating it, but it's also somewhat of a luxury item, right? They're right. higher priced, they're luxury items. So you have to also keep that in mind that people are going to be pulling back and not buying as much. So what do you do to adjust? Do you change the size? Do you alter the formulation? But the thing we've talked about is when you alter size, I think about this all the time. I'm like, you know, can we go to a lower size, a 10 ounce, an right. eight ounce? It's a right. filling smoothie. But also every company, and you can attest to this, retailers on the back, back end, the office side, are overloaded right now with work, with administrative work, with reviews, with new items, with resets. So to like put a retailer through a, um, a, a UPC change right. with a new bottle, right. that might not get approved for, you know, normally it takes a month. It might take four months because <clears throat> you're overloaded, right? Every retailer is with other things that are in, in front in line, right? New items. UPC changes are not, front, you know, at least from what I've experienced, is not in the front of the line. There's many other priorities that the retailer has. So I think you just got to be really careful. But I think the biggest thing that I'll, and I'll, I'll shut up after this is thinking long term, like not if I do something now, how is it going to affect me three, six, nine, 12 months from now going into 2023? Yep. You got to have that scope to say, if I do this now, how will this product do at this price point or size in 2023? And I think that's really important. Well, and I and I definitely want don't pull it up yet because we uh, we we had to talk before. But um, Kate Fawson just gave us a, a great segue um, into things. But uh, you're exactly right because when you talk about you know this more than anyone when you talk about packaging, it's not it's not realistic for you to say Genius Juice is what is it twelve ounces? 
10, 10 ounces. 10 ounces. So, but it's not practical today for you to say, well, I want to keep the price point for, so I'm going to change my packaging to eight ounce. You own a pile of 10 ounce packaging, right? And so if you decided, you know, just using what you just talked about, if you just said, well, I'm going to go to eight ounce, what are you doing with all that 10 ounce packaging? You know, you already paid for it. It's sitting out there, right? And so if you go down to eight ounce, you're going to take it on the chin for the, for the 10 ounce that you already own. And, and we kind of go through that, that, that whole thought process with regards to private label, right? When, whenever you get into a private label as a retailer and you say, I want to develop this private label brand and, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do X amount of volume. And then you find out that your volume isn't what you wanted it to be. And then you own all this packaging, right? And so it, there's this whole thing about packaging that needs to be considered when you're talking about downsizing or what have you. So, um, but yeah, we have a good segue with Kate. And I wish if it was a week later, if it was a week later, we could get it from the horse's mouth with regards to this. But I knew this was coming because, uh, you know, obviously I've got close ties with Midday Squares, but um, Midday did announce that they're going to be cutting down to one piece per pack. And also they announced at the same time that they're going to not be organic chocolate or cacao. Rather, they're going to go all fair trade and focus on that. And it's an interesting, interesting um, development on their end. Um, I love the one square piece because uh, my, I myself, I'd, I'd eat one and I'd kind of like fold it, fold it over, put a paper clip on it or something, mm -hmm. and save mm -hmm. the other one for the next day. But uh, so I think I think that's a great play. Um, I haven't seen the final merchandising vehicle as far as what it's going to look like on the shelf. If it's still in that tray or what have you. Is, is it going to be lighter? Is it going to be less net weight? I, I don't know if it's less net weight. My my understanding. And, and again, if we had Jake here, um, we get it from the horse's mouth. But I, I, I feel like it's the same product. It's just cutting down to one. And then also um, the, um, the the switch out of the or, organic cacao piece so um you know I, I don't think for most retailers that's not going to be a deal breaker i think for most places um that's going to encourage trial because then i'm investing in or buying one and uh -huh. you know it's instant consumable i'm eating it you know I, I don't have this other one i don't know what to do with or i don't feel gluttonous if i eat two um so it's a perfect example kate of <clears throat> of what we're talking about you know and but i, I don't think one this has to do with what's going on, but, but it's, it's, it's for them to scale their business. Um, I, I think that was something, you know, if you listen to Nick's, Nick's uh, reveal, if you will, um, he talked about it. it was what they had to do and, and yeah. kudos to them for recognizing it. You know yeah. I mean? It, you know, you can't force a square peg in a round hole. If, if, if it's what you need to do to grow, that's what good companies, smart companies do is they pivot and they make changes and they go where they need to go to keep the brand moving forward. And, and you know this, Alex, I mean, it might be a matter of branding or packaging, <coughs> excuse me, or something of the sort. You have to make changes and be able to re recognize you could be stubborn, bullheaded or proud, what have you. But if you're not ready to make changes based on consumer demand, you're in trouble. Yeah. And they probably, I mean, from what I gather too, just kind of reading between the lines, um, so that's a good mute there. You're like, you know, we, we strategically mute if we're uh, coughing or, you know, cause it's live. Right. So you got to get that prana cup and have some water cause he's uh weight is, uh, is coughing. I remember, uh, I think I remember about two months ago, I was drinking genius juice and there was a little, very small piece of coconut meat in there. 
and it got my throat is very narrow. It got caught in my throat, <laughs> and I was I was like, you know, I wasn't choking, but I kind of coughed a little bit, and I had to mute myself, and I was like, Wade, just take over for like one minute. So anyway, that's what I'm doing here for him. I'm taking over till he's his throat is clear, right? That's yes. we help each other here. There's love. Yes. There's love. So, uh, but I definitely know that with midday squares, right? They are under pressure to keep the price point down to scale in some more mainstream grocery stores. Um, that's just, you know, mass market target, you know, Walmart, they're just, they just launched in Walmart. You know, they're probably working on Kroger next, right? They're going to be working on Albertsons next and other key retailers. You cannot be over three ninety nine. That's just it. Like with a chocolate bar with a bar that's refrigerated, you have perfect bar two ninety nine. You have you know Boo Keto. You know they're at two ninety nine or three ninety nine. Um, what else? There's a lot of other brands I can't think of, but they're at two ninety nine to three ninety nine, and they're backed by a lot of money, private equity, or they're owned, you know, by Mondelez or someone, so they can get that price down. So I think that was a really good call um, on Midday Squares part, which is let's downsize a little bit. I don't know if the net weight is less. I, I would guess maybe a little less on it because it's one square instead of two squares. And then um, I'm a little bit, again, I like to be honest because, you know, the straightforward, I'm a little bit mixed on the organic thing. Um, again, I, I love Jake, I love Nick and I love Les and I will still buy their product and eat it. But a lot of products in that category are not organic, right? Or hard to find. Um, I think the magic of what they were doing was, you know, it's organic chocolate, you know, and, and, and that's not I, easy to find. I don't disagree with you, but but what I would say if I was if I was playing devil's advocate or being argumentative, I would mm -hmm. say that the fair trade aspect, if utilized and played from a marketing perspective, you can you can win this. It doesn't have to be a loss. You know, it could be you could be equal or it could be a win. Um, when you talk about fair trade and making sure the farmers get their just due and all those things, because um, that's going to come into play. And I think as smart as those guys are, that's what they're going to play. And, and I, I know they'll, they, they will win it because of who they are. Um, but I, I can tell you when we talked about it, you know, some time ago, I was concerned wearing my California hat. I was concerned about the organic piece because I knew what I had to deal with. And, and I spoke to him about that, you know, that, that in this realm, it's going to be a concern because of what we are and what we do. So that being said, as, as, as you look at scaling to the masses, this is, this is the difference, right? Between, and we talked about this an episode or two ago, maybe having this for the organic natural channel and having that for the conventional mm -hmm. and, right. and widespread. So, you know, do you need to have organic to scale into those other markets? And I, I would say in all honesty, the, the answer is no. And I think um, they've, they've stated very publicly who they are and what they want to be. They want to be the Mount Rushmore. And if, if in realizing that the decision makers in the company realizing that if we want to grow this is what we have to do. And, and there is some play on the fair trade. I mean, look at equal exchange. They've been doing it forever. You know, I mean, um, there's, there's a lot of companies that, that do a very good job utilizing and, and, and marketing the fair trade aspect. So, um, Hey, you know, we're all friends here. We, we, we want them to succeed. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to, I think regardless of how you feel about the organic and fair trade piece, 
I think the move to one bar, one one bar is the right move. It, it is. It is from a price point perspective, from looking at, you know, everything else in that category is single serve. Right. It's not multi serve. And, yeah. and really, yeah, that's what they were, that's what, yes, that's what. But it yeah. was that was one serving. Right. It wasn't no one was eating half a boot, you know, or half a perfect bar. They're eating the whole bar. Right. And so exactly. that I think that's that's the right move to make. Yeah. And one thing that's really funny, I never mentioned this to Jake, but with the two bars, sometimes I would lose. It's I don't know if this has ever happened to anyone else eating midday squares. But when there were two, you would like push one up and, you know, I can't really explain it correctly, but I would push it up too far, I guess, you know, like out of the bag because it's a bag. You kind of push it up and so you can go out of the bag. You can eat it. And I would push up two bars and I would be eating the first one. And the second one detaches and then falls out on the ground. I had mm-hmm. that happen a couple of times. Totally food snob feedback. Like, oh, my second bar landed on the ground, whatever. But with midday squares, there should always be a 10 second rule, you know, no matter where it lands. Like that's 10 second rule for every bar. But I one thing I will comment on, because I, I love the back and forth on this, is that it's important when you're creating a brand to not to, to detach your own personal opinions when you're creating the brand Uh, because I have a standard where I want organic. I'm still going to buy midday squares because fair trade is huge. Our product, our supplier is fair for life, fair trade. So I'm a big believer in that, but you got to know who your market is. And I think midday squares just looked at it. Hey, we can stay organic, but the price is going to be probably into the $4 range, maybe higher because prices are going up, costs is going up. So for us to scale, we got to stay <clears throat> under three ninety nine. So let's still do something great for um, for society and for the ecosystem, right? With fair trade and also for the people that are sourcing the chocolate, you know, overseas or in different areas of the of the world. But we have, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to sacrifice somewhere at some point in your journey in order to scale. Um, yep. Unless you're the Louis Vuitton of you know freaking food or beverage and you want to sell only to rich millionaires at you know high-end hotels in beverly hills or whatever you know or you have your own beauty brand that's available only in vegas at these really high-end places you just really gotta price it make sacrifices while still holding to your morals and ethics to scale a brand and they made the right decision um and i'll still i'm still a fan and i'm still gonna buy it so there you go 100 percent. yeah i would be i would be remiss alex if i didn't this is off topic completely but i just thought about it because i was just thinking i don't see billy jackson from jimbo's in the comment and i'm going to text him and ask him where he was but what i will tell you is right before i signed on we started the show um sydney from french squirrel yeah is is doing demos at jimbo's uh today in um in del mar and also carlsbad and what i love about the natural space what i love about that community and what we have here is if you look at jimbo's instagram there was a lot of back and forth going between jimbo's was was showing uh french squirrels doing her demos french squirrel is is doing her thing um and then um one that we don't see on here a lot, but she's on LinkedIn and she's trying to trying to scale herself is Wynn's Kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. She has some Asian cooking sauces. Um, she went in and tried Sydney's product at Jimbo's and 
she was straight. So there was all these different things going in. And it's just, I just had to throw that out there because it's Friday the 13th and it's about community. And there was so much going on there. If you haven't checked out Jimbo's, um, their story on Instagram, go check it out and you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll see Jimbo's, you'll see Sydney from French Squirrel, friend of the show, Wins Kitchen, great product, just a lot of love, a lot of community. And that's what makes the space so special. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. What's also interesting is uh, I got to mention this for all my peeps, all my homies that are in the west side of L.A. or in the South Bay of L.A., Hermosa Beach, Redondo, Manhattan Beach, Palos Verdes, San Pedro, right where you got your Ph.D., Pedro High Diploma or Peninsula High Diploma. Aaron Paul, who is Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad. He's Jesse. Pinkman from Breaking Bad, he and Brian Cranston, who played uh, Walter White, WW, they have their own tequila brand. And I believe it's called Dose Tequila. It's called Dose Dose Tequila. I could could be wrong, but I believe that's the name. And Aaron Paul has like some kind of summer home, I swear to God, somewhere in Redondo Beach. And here here is why I think that. Because in Redondo Beach Whole Foods, I wasn't there, but someone told me and they showed me pictures. He was there with Brian Cranston at his small Whole Foods. They used to be a Mrs. Uh, Gooch's way back in the day. They were demoing their tequila brand. They own this tequila brand together, right? A celebrity endorsed brand that they own and invested in. They were demoing in the middle of Whole Foods in Redondo Beach. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, the two main stars. Today at 4 p.m., which this means nothing to anyone who's listening to the recording of this, but for those that are live right now, this is the beauty of, you know, catching it live. You get all this great information. Aaron Paul will be, uh, I got to get the address, but if you just Google Aaron Paul, Redondo Beach today, like, you know, sponsor uh, Dose Tequila, he is going to be sampling out his tequila and selling bottles and giving away bottles at an event in Redondo at 4 p.m. in 28 minutes. Wow. That, that's where I'm going right after this. I'm going to bring some genius juice with me. Hey, this could be a great mixer for tequila. I, I, I need that tequila. It's, it's, I put it, I put it in the chat. It's called Dos Hombres. Dos Hombres. There's Hombres. I need that. I need that. I don't know if it's sold over here, but I need it because uh, I make a mean margarita. But, uh, but which, by the way, is a recipe from Stone Cold. Stone Cold ET? Or he, has Stone a, Cold he has a real, he, he, he used to do a podcast. He did a podcast twice a week. And uh, he always would reference his uh, he had he had a ranch in Texas <laughs> called Broken Skull and he would Broken reference skull. he would reference the Broken Skull Margarita. And and it's it's legit. And basically it's it's not rocket science. Basically, it's there's no sweet mix. It's tequila, fresh lime juice, agave, and then you're thrown mm-hmm. in whatever orange liqueur you want to. But the secret is don't put that garbage sweet and sour mix in it. Just put straight lime yeah. juice. Fresh squeezed lime juice, grab that lime, squeeze it, and it's so much better. You know, it's in, in most places, it's called a skinny margarita, but, you know, just a play on that. But yeah, so Dos Hombres, I, I haven't seen that locally, but I did see the marketing with it. So I'm, sh- I'm sure it's going to do very well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, Brian even posted, Brian Cranston, Walter White posted on Instagram that he went into a Gelson's in LA and bought. He had the whole thing like, I'm going into Gelson's. I'm going to find some great products. And obviously, he bought Dos Hombres. Nice. So Dos Hombres in Spanish, do you know what it means? Two men, right? Two men. 
Yeah. Or two brothers. It's hombres. It's men or uh, hermanos' brothers. So, yeah, two men. Two two meth dealers. Two dudes. Uh, two dudes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, two dudes. And it's, uh, I think, that, I wonder if there's some blue in their logo because obviously the blue meth from um, <laughs> Breaking Bad. That'd be a nice, clever, that would um, be. you know, pun or play on. Um, so, uh, yeah. So make sure to check that out 4 p.m. And uh, the Stone Cold. Uh, recipe you should actually post that in the comment section i will i will, I will i'll have to dig it out i will post that if anyone's interested yeah. in the margaret i you know i'm going to make a message me alex i'm going to make a message me if they want the recipe to hit me up it is it's fabulous it's really good sweet yeah all right so our sponsor for this week and by the way just resetting the room this is episode 18 of friday vibes friday the 13th Ooh. right we need some uh, scary music or something right I know, man. We need something. So I, need you do have thrill. to pull up, before we get the sponsor, you do have to pull up Tom's comment about Friday the 13th because he was referencing... Something I in the background. Right there. That, Tom, you're a friend of the show. You know who that is. She has a name. That is Francesca. My <laughs> wife My wife uh, has this thing for this mannequin, and it's it, she, uh, she identifies as a female. Um, but she, you can't see it right now, but she has like little white bulbs on her, but she'll dress her for Christmas. She'll dress her for different holidays and put different That's outfits the on her. squares video, right? Where Jake, it's Jake loves Francesca. And yeah. as a side note, um, when she bought Francesca, which is the full, what you see behind me, um, she bought half of a mannequin. It was a, like a closeout of one of these, one of these stores. And so that one was Fran. Because it wasn't, it was half. So not Francesca. Francesca Fran. Um, Fran is somewhere in Ohio. We're still trying to um, re, uh, place place uh, Fran to North Carolina. It hasn't happened yet, but we're hoping to make so they can have a reunion. But uh, no, it's not Poltergeist. It's a it's a living, breathing kind of sort of mannequin. Cool. Yeah. Good. Good backstory. All right. So our sponsor. By the way, Derek Brawley just hopped on. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Good to see you, brother. This. And we have the mug. There you go. We're well represented on the show. It's right. Tana, if you send us something, we will consume it and yes. we will wear it and we will wear it. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, uh, send us swag. Right. I love swag. Hats because I'm balding. Um, shirts because... I'm pale. And uh, you know what? Anything else? I mean, man, mugs, send us whatever. Like we yes. will export it. We will use it live on the show and give some good press back to you for your for your generous donation to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So send it to the Friday Vibes office, a.k.a. a UPS store. All right. So uh, the box is this big. I have to check it every other day so that it doesn't fill up. All right. So uh, sponsor for this week is Tao's Bakes. And Drew Dickey, who is one of the coolest guys ever that has an amazing stash, super jealous of his stash. So, uh, Wade, why don't you go into what it is? I can talk uh, about, I don't know how much time we have left, but I can talk about Taos Bakes forever. Um, yeah. I was fortunate enough, you know, there's not a ton of people I actually got to meet in person firsthand uh, while I was in California because of COVID and everything else going on. But I got to meet Drew and his family who stopped uh, at Jimbo's in, in Del Mar. And I got to meet his wife, his son. Uh, they were on their way to Carlsbad for uh, Legoland. 
Um, and they they weren't able to, you know, with COVID, they were supposed to go. It was for a birthday. But I got to meet him firsthand. And what I what I can tell you about Drew is we talk about all the time about Derek and Derek's finally catching up here, even though we've been talking about him all show. Um, we talk about people that are real and so many people in the space are real. And, and Drew Dickey with Taos Bakes is a real person. He's living off the grid in New Mexico right now. He does a lot of solar things just like real deal, real people. Um, the product, if you haven't had it, is just phenomenal. Um, so what he's giving uh, as a sponsor of the show is a variety pack of all eight flavors of bars that they do. And as I mentioned, and this is not a plug. If I, I could tell you this, if Drew wasn't the sponsor this week, I had his ginger snap pecan bar as my breakfast today. It was phenomenal. Um, then he's also, aside from those eight bars, he's also giving a bag of each of their bag product, which is four different flavors of granola and four different glazed nut mixes. So it's roughly somewhere between $8,500 retail value. Um, is it and, and $8,500? 85 to 100. Okay. I like 8,500. That's a. Yeah, well, I didn't want to. He put 80. He put 85. I, I say it's probably closer to 100. Okay. When we talk about what we're talking about. But um, it's it's great product. It's a great company. And Drew is is just good people. So um, the plug is they're a baked snack company that aims to elevate experience. Their culinary approach focuses on taste texture and aesthetic where each product is built from the ground up to be intentionally different from the next. They use real whole food, non-GMO and or organic ingredients thoughtfully combined into unique culinary experiences. So um, check, check out their website. Um, they are uh, T A O S bakes.com. Um, check them out. Great products, great stuff, great people. Can't beat it, yeah. right? I'm doing my impersonation of when, like, the governor is talking, like Governor Newsom in California, and then yeah. I'm the I'm the sign language translator. Yeah, but I know nothing about. For those that are listening, I was trying to do sign language to to visualize what Wade is talking about, and yeah. I probably crashed and burned. But at least I entertained myself. And the entire great process. people when you're when you're talking about <laughs> products and stories, uh, it's just a, it's a great story. And and Drew is a person uh, they don't get much better than Drew, honestly. So that's a segue into our guest next week, Alex. Speaking of great people, we've got a special guest next week. First time I'm gonna uh, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and lead people Ease in. It in. Give Ease it in. Yeah, give some hints. First time appearance on the show, friend of the show. I know for a fact I personally have talked about this person on the show. I've met this person in real life. If you go back long enough through my LinkedIn, uh, this was one of the last people I saw physically in California before I left. Uh I'm going to let you give a little bit because I, I, I don't want to lead too much into it, who he is or what he does with his uh, brand. Because there's uh, one thing I could say uh, that would be a dead giveaway. And I, I don't know if we want I to know what that is. Yeah, I know what yeah, that is. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. So, so I'm saying he's one of the last people I saw in California. I posted a picture. One of them was with Alex. One of them was with this person. And one of them was with someone else. Um, but this person, uh, it's not Derek. Um, Right, Alex, let me step in. So, yeah, so this is $85 to $100 value. 
Tao's Bakes, right? This is the sponsor for this week. And amazing granola, amazing bars. Wade had one this morning. So boom, they're great. I, I have them all the time. I need to get more actually from him. So to win this prize, you got to guess who our guest is going to be next week. Okay. First thing we can narrow down, it's a male. It's a he. Okay. That's number one. So that, that there we go. Now it limits it down by 50% there. He also um, posts on LinkedIn that he's demoing. So he does demoing. Nice. He, uh, I think it's okay to, I don't think this is going to be a giveaway, but he had some posts about him demoing at Greenwise mm. Publix. Um, the product he has is a snack. It's not a beverage. It's healthy. He visited Jimbo's, you know, when Wade was there. It has, uh, his product has functional ingredients. Functional ingredients. It starts with an F. I can release that, right? Yeah. Starts with an F. yeah. That's his brand name. Starts with an F. P-O. Okay. So Annie, oh. you got yeah. to give the- Well, the yeah, point. I was going to say, you got to say who it is. Yeah. Are we talking about a P.O. like an order? Annie, do you have an order or something? What is P.O.? Oh, okay. Whoa. Monica. We can wait with that. That counts, obviously. No yes. last name, but that counts. Like she's got it. Yep. She's got it. All right. So Monica Waltress is the answer. Uh, is, is the is the uh, winner. Is the answer. <laughs> and she is the answer, too. So it's Parker Olson at 4 uh, which forage. Forage. It's forage. Forage. Yes. Forage. We did a whole play on that. Kind of higher end French pronunciation. We did a whole play on that when we oh, introduced the product at Jimbo's. Um, yeah, I remember that. We, yeah, we did it. We went around. That was the whole play. We went around different people around the store and, and said, how do you pronounce it? And yeah, that was it. So yeah. For, so it's Forage, F-O-R-I-J. Yep. He is, uh, the, the, the clue that we didn't want to give away is that he's in an RV and also yes. now on a boat. Boat. Yes. And it, because the RV thing, because he posts so much on there, LinkedIn about being in an RV, going store to store across the country. Now he's taking a break from the RV and going on the boat. So he's a true traveling man. Awesome guy. He's going to be our guest next week on episode 19 of Friday Vibes. And Monica, make sure to email Friday Vibes 100, Friday Vibes 100, the number 100 at gmail.com. And we'll get you connected with Parker. So that uh, he can get you. Oh, no, no, connected with Drew. Connected with Drew. Oh, Drew, God, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, yes. I've been up since four a.m. So I'm uh, not genius with Drew for Tao's bakes, and then Parker will be our guest next week. But and and I'm I I think uh, you know and obviously we'll we'll be uh, you know we'll be broadcasting and promoting that we're going to talk to Parker next week. But there's so much that Parker gives to the community with. You know, he puts himself out there, you know, with all the different I mean, this guy has has gone on airplanes and given his product, you know, going up and down airplanes and solicited feedback. I mean, he's nothing's taboo. He's willing to try anything um, and he's legitimately concerned with the feedback that he gets. So uh, we're really super excited to have him on the show, um, just as we were super excited to have Drew Dickey and Taos Bakes sponsor this week. And just to plug, because I know we also need to plug this. Um, a plug about sponsoring the show. We're into July, but remember, if you if you or someone you work with, deal with, have a relationship, want to sponsor the show, how much does it cost, Alex? I forget. 
to sponsor, uh, that would be zero. 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 It's uh, it's about this. It's about the community aspect that we talk about, about getting Drew's product into someone else's hands, about promoting what what he's doing, telling the story here on the show. Um, you know, we love when we see someone win win on the show and post pictures, tag us and say, hey, we got we got our package from so and so. That's that's what this is all about. It's just spreading the word, getting it out there. And it's just it's it's a great thing. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Again, if you would like to be a sponsor on our show, make sure to email FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. We are fully booked out until July 29th. So the soonest we can catch you in is August 5th. But obviously, you know, if you have something pressing that's coming up very soon, we might be able to move some things around, but unlikely. Um, also, if you want us to wear swag, I'll mention it one more time, just as a plug. Hats, t-shirts, hoodies. Like, you know, look, come on, Blackbird. And your brand, what's the brand again? This is City Barbecue. City Barbecue. And he also was wearing Remedy or Remedy Kombucha earlier. He had the yes. hoodie on and then he took the hoodie off to unveil his shirt. So make sure, yeah, reach out to us, FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. There you go. All right. And there it is. There's the product. City Barbecue, for those that are watching. Boom. And then we have Prana. Yeah. Prana is well represented here. All right, so uh, that is it for episode 18 of Friday Vibes. Wade, uh, last question. What are you doing this weekend? I'll share it, then we got to go. So this is fun because as we were talking, and I don't know if you, I was whispering and got distracted a little bit. So uh, probably my closest friend in the world, uh, Tom, I love you, but I'm not a medium. I'm, I'm, I'm large. Um, well. Yeah, yeah, one of my dearest friends in the world uh, from Ohio just walked into my my door here. I haven't seen him since. Uh, was it before? Did we see him this year? Was it before Christmas? So it was back before Christmas in California. Just rolled in uh, to Greensboro. So we're going to be hanging out with my good friend Bob um, this weekend, showing him around Greensboro, our new place, and, and just, uh, you know, seeing what trouble we can get into. That's that's it. That's all that's on the agenda. Although before the show next week, on Thursday next week, we are going to see one of my favorite YouTube stars, Chelsea Lynn, who mm. lives in San Diego. She plays Trailer Trash Tammy. I don't know if you've seen the video. Google Not it. You'll go down the <laughs> rabbit hole. You'll be in trouble. Uh, but um, Tammy, we're going to see her here in concert or a live show here uh, next Thursday. So we're super excited about that. He, he went straight in and is in the shower because he's been on a bike and got dumped on rain in Virginia. But I will for seven hours. It took him seven hours to get here. So he's he's refreshing. Yeah. Wow. On a yeah. bike? Seven hours on a bike? Motor, motorcycle. Motorcycle. A motorcycle. I was like, man, that's a that's yeah. a long that's a that's like biking for charity. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. And also for any peeps that are in the valley, I keep on saying peeps or people. But um, we are doing the California Wine Masters event um, tomorrow. So we're the main beverage sponsor. Um, they nice. are fighting, um, and I need to get this right, but I may have to correct it, multiple sclerosis, I believe. And so they've been doing this benefit for over 30 years. Um, Barbara, she's the main managing partner there, and she created this. And she's the one that invited us. She invites us every year, but it's the first California Wine Masters in three years. So it's a charity gala event. 
they usually raise well over a couple million dollars at this event. A plated dinner is well over $500 just to go. So we're going to be sponsoring with a hydration station and it's on the Warner Brothers studio lot in Burbank. So it's really, really cool. We do it every year, but again, it hasn't been on since 2019. So first year back in three years, we're sponsoring with half a pallet of Genius Juice. So we're going to be there. So all my all my Valley peeps, holler out. If you want to stop by, say hello. Uh, it'll be at the Warner Brothers Studio, California Wine Masters. Um, and then what else? Sunday, doing absolutely nothing. Just like on Office Space, doing nothing. <laughs> we got to get, I, I got to get the Office shirt back. All right. So uh, thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. This has been episode 18 of Friday Vibes. No script, just chat. Everyone have a wonderful and safe weekend and take good care.